What is it you've always known should be possible, but have never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here is your host, Dr. Andrew Gardella. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. I'm Andrew Gardella, and I have a special guest with me, Miss Susie Godsey. Hello, Mr. Andrew. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. So I know we've been away for a while. Well, I've been away for a while, and the show's been away for a while. You know, I was moving some things. So the so we haven't had a live show in a while. It's just been replays. Not to say, you know, those replays weren't good. I really liked them. But anyways, today we're, well, actually, sorry, this is a recorded show too, but it's a new recorded show. There's a difference in my world. Anyways, so today we are talking about F-A-M-I-L-Y, <gasps> family. And, and, you know, there's a lovely acronym in ACCESS for family, which is why I spelled it out for all of you. It stands for fucked up and mainly interested in limiting you. So... Do you have any family members that are fucked up and mainly interested in limiting you? Hmm? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You choose. I'm sure your family's wonderful and great and nurturing and kind. But for those of you that don't, that isn't, this show's for you. <laughs> I think we're probably talking to most people on this one. I, I haven't, I don't have a lot of friends that have very nurturing families. At least there's always at least one person that people have a charge on, <laughs> but mostly more than one. <laughs> um, so Susie, I was smart this time. And I, I said, we're doing a pre-recorded show. Would, does anyone have any questions? And so lots of people submitted questions about family. I love it. So the first one is, what tools do you use to address, to, to address when your family needs you? Like they call with some new drama or whatever, and they need you to stop what you were doing and handle it for them or feel, or you feel like you need to do it. Hmm. I think Andrew, you just had an example of that, didn't you? <laughs> In your own family. <laughs> yes, wanna... I did. <laughs> do you want to talk about what tools you used for that? <laughs> um, sure. One of the things is, um, for, for anything, whether it's with your family members or with clients or people, I learned to always ask, okay, so what is this person willing to receive? Because, um, you know, lots of times we, you know, especially when it comes with family members, they call because obviously you assume they want help or they want help. And, you know, those, those of you with the wonderful access tools have so many different ways of helping people. But the question is, do they really desire help? Or are they just calling to complain about their situation and want to bleed all over you? And basically, you know, what I have also noticed for myself, a lot of times when I have a point of view about something and I don't really wish to change it, then I'm always calling the people that I know will somehow align and agree with my point of view or not really contest what I am, what I've already decided is true. So 
it's also interesting sometimes how some people think, well, family is that, you know, because mm -hmm. if your family members are supposed to support you no matter what, and they're supposed to be there for you no matter what, it doesn't matter what you're doing, your family is supposed to be there for you. So I think that also is a lot of times when, when family members are calling you because they know that you are feeling obligated to listen to them or help them or be there for them no questions asked basically so it's also an interesting phenomenon i think that family creates that in people but then also has that other point where where they treat you like shit like no no friend would they treat that way but they will treat you that way because your family. family yeah well but i think you know when you were saying like oh your family's always there for you. I think the correct part of that is your family's always there to limit you or remind you of your limitations. <laughs> Everything that brought up or let down, well, you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, <laughs> wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, so um, the other thing is, you know, please realize anytime you're talking about needs, you know, use this clearing. What invention are you using to create the needs you are choosing? And everything that is, time is a gut selling, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because people's needs are an invention. They invent these things. Do they actually require them or desire them? Not necessarily. Um, and then, you know, so it's whether you invent the need because you feel the need that you're not going to be a good person if you don't listen to them or you or they need you to listen to them all it is is based on these inventions so run that clearing a lot and see if that helps you get to a different space on it the other thing i realized is if they have a need of you um one of the things we talked about is the energy flows when people have a need of you they suck energy and and when they suck energy you tend to want to resist or pull away from it no 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 flow massive amounts of energy to the person so they don't need anything from you. So flow so much energy at them that their need goes away and then you don't have to talk to them as long. <laughs> it's actually that one I was going to mention too, because the first time I heard that tool uh, to really use the energy flow towards somebody that needs something, I used that with my mother. And at the time, she she was constantly complaining that I wasn't calling her enough. I wasn't talking to her enough. I wasn't spending enough time with her. And um, I live in America and she's in Germany. And so, you know, she was always asking for me to call her all the time. And so I, I also did the same thing. I was pulling away. I was resisting. And then I started going, okay, cool. So let me try this. And I started flowing energy towards her. And I, I really, I, and you might say, well, how do I do that? Just ask for it. Honestly, just ask to flow energy towards the person and make sure you're flowing it through your body and basically through their body. Just flow energy, massive amounts of energy. And it's like, turn up the faucet, you know, turn, turn up You're the a fire, just, a fire, a fire hose, like exactly. hit, them hose. Hit, the, hit them with the fire hose. And it was incredible. My mother, we talked way less. She said, Oh my God, I'm so grateful. You're talking so much to me. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> it was incredible. It was 
literally, I mean, if you counted the minutes, we talked way less frequently and then way less. And she thought we were talking more. So it really works. Use that tool. It's incredible. There you go. It is. I, I, that's one of my favorite things. I started doing that with my mom too. And I mean, now it's like, like I just always constantly do that with, with anyone that, and I don't end, actually have to end up talking to that many people because all of a sudden, and, and whenever I get the sense that they're doing this again, where they're needing me and they're calling me every day, I'm like, oops, I guess I need to turn up flow more energy. And I do. And then it goes back to, you know, working for me where I don't have to talk to them every call, like all the time. <laughs> all right. Next question, Susie. Breaking, uh, someone would like us to know about breaking energetic promises, like when the family still wants and needs you to be dependent on them. We kind of talked about that a little bit already. Or the ease with the awareness of their projections of you and who they desire you to be and how you have your reality with ease while interacting with them. Ooh, let's talk about the second one because I think we already addressed the, like the first part of that with the needs and flowing of energy. thing. So how do you deal with the projection, their projections of you? <laughs> That's a great question. For me, actually, the very first thing was to even become aware of them. When I first um, started Access and Gary pointed out to me, because he, he met my mom, she was in a class, and then he was pointing out to me that my mom had these certain expectations and projections and all that. And I was like, what? I didn't know it. I grew up with it. I thought it was normal. I thought that was how it was. Like I never even had an awareness of that as, as a projection or an expectation that I was trying to fulfill. And so when I first started realizing that I was, I was really stunned, but also it helped me then to just acknowledge it. And that to me was a huge, huge, huge tool just the acknowledgement of it, not trying to fight it, not trying to solve it, not trying to fix it, but just to acknowledge it. Oh, you're expecting this of me. Okay, cool. So can I fulfill that expectation? Do I desire to fulfill that expectation? Do I even have to fulfill the expectation? Is it actually going to do anything if I fulfill this expectation? Because mm -hmm. that's the other weird thing. Because Andrew, you know, you were saying earlier, all these things are inventions. And these things too, you know, those expectations that parents have of their kids, they have nothing to do with you. Oftentimes they're coming from before you were even born or, or from some like insane idea about what you as a child have to fulfill for them to feel fulfilled as parents. Or, there's so much insanity with all that. So none of it has anything to do with you. And so my challenge for you would be to even ask, hey, can I can I fulfill this expectation? And is this even ever going to make a difference? And you might find out that you could stand on your head and wiggle your toes and do everything in the world. And still it would never not be enough. So, so basically just it's like that. It's, of that, that. Uh, yeah. it's that song. What's that song from, from the, from the, Oh crap, what's it's you Jackman said never enough. Never, <laughs> never. Sorry. What's that song? I don't think that I know movie. That, song. that it's the movie where he's he's P. T. Barnum or whatever. I don't know that I watched that movie, Andrew. I'm terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, whatever. Um but anyways, you know, how many projections and expectations are you using to create the family you are choosing? 
everything that is, dear God, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Good one, Andrew. Oh, oh my God. Wow. So how many projections <laughs> and expectations are you using to create the family you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will be destroying and created all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, you know, please realize that whether you align and agree with their projections and expectations or resist and react to them, you still end up being trapped by them. So, you know, if they have projections and expectations of you and you resist it, you still end up fighting them, which in the end means you end up turning out more like your family than you really desired to in the first place. You know how you always say, oh, I would never end up like my father. And then, you know, somewhere down the road, all of a sudden you're realizing you're ending up more and more like your father. Yeah, this is why. So how many projections and expectations are you using to create the family? You are choosing everything that is times a godzilla will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And remember, we'll do it this way just so it makes more sense. So how many projections and expectations are you using to create the, the fucked up and mainly interested in limiting you, you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzilla will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> it still is. Um, you know, so, you know, when you're looking at having ease with your family and ease with the projections and expectations, well, how do you actually have ease with it? Well, you have to get to, to having interesting point of view and allowance for it. And then you can start having fun with it. And what do I mean? Well, if you know, like, your mother expects you to get married and have kids and all those things, and you don't, complain about it. Have fun with it. You're like, Mom, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't seem to find the right man or the right woman. And I just can't seem to find anyone that's as good as you and that is going to be as good a mom as you were for me. <laughs> what do I do, Mom? I like that one. <laughs> uh-huh. You know? The thing is, you guys, like one of the, like how much are, how many of you all out there are resisting being dramatic with your family because you hate when they're dramatic with you? Mm. Everything that is times a godzilla and we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. No, don't resist it. Be more dramatic than they are. <laughs> and the weird thing is, because um, this is something that, that I speak from, like I wasn't willing to do these things. And then the, the weird thing was, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to start being more dramatic. And, and like when I decided to do that, all of a sudden, they didn't do drama with me. I was like, since I had it, I had the gun, my drama gun loaded and, and, it, and you know, the my finger on the trigger ready to pull at any moment's notice. You know, I had my hand on the hip. I was ready to draw. Then they wouldn't, they didn't do it anymore. I was like, oh, I was all excited to practice my dramatic skills. And I didn't, now that it doesn't even come up. Why? Well, because I'm, I'm, when you're willing to be an energy, people won't go that route with you because they know the manipulation is not going to work on like in some energetic level. It's like you're already present there. So that need, that manipulation, that kind of sucking energy that they use on you isn't going to work because you're, you're present. 
So that was brilliantly said. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how many projections and expectations are you using to create the fucked up and mainly interested in mainly interested in limiting you? You are choosing everything that is times a god's eye, and we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh my god! All right, with that, Susie, it's time for our first break. So we'll be back in a few minutes. What if age is just a point of view you lock into your body and you can start undoing the judgment with one simple body process? Welcome to the Access Energetic Facelift, a wonderful way to rejuvenate the face and reverse the signs of aging without surgery and invasive treatment. The gentle, soothing touch applied to your face and neck works with your body's cells to restore, enliven, and rejuvenate. What if you could dissipate everything you've judged about your face? Once you do and eliminate the judgments, the body has the space to regenerate itself and the benefits are not just skin deep. The Access Facelift also helps you to look differently, act differently, feel differently and create more ease, joy and glory in your body and life. The Access Energetic Facelift. Find out more at accessconsciousness.com forward slash facelift. Man up. Tone it down. Be a real man. What does that even mean? It's no wonder men are confused on the roles they are meant to play in today's society. Return of the Gentleman is the latest book by Dr. Dane here, where he addresses what it means to be a real man, beyond the box and stereotypes. You know, a gentleman introduces a, a really cool and totally different and kind of amazing concept that as a man, you can be kind and caring. You can also be potent. You can have women's backs, believe in women's rights, and still be sexual and still be attracted to them, it's where you actually get to be all of you. It's the you that you've always known that you were. The Return of the Gentleman is really about you willing to be you and liking the man in the mirror. When you allow yourself to be all of who you be, you become an invitation to something greater in the world. You become a gentleman. Get your copy of the new book now, returnofthegentleman.com. Welcome to the Baby Dragon Manifesto, the fire-breathing sequel to the Baby Unicorn Manifesto, authored by Dr. Dane here and me, Katrina Valentin. Not everyone is born a unicorn. Some people are dragons, fire, flames, and all, and these people explore and change the world by setting it ablaze. The Baby Dragon Manifesto tells the inspiring story of a new baby dragon and its journey of self-discovery through failure and fumble, awkwardness and authenticity. Beautifully illustrated, the Baby Dragon Manifesto empowers with one key question. What if your difference is your gift and your wrongness is a strength? You can buy the book at thebabydragonmanifesto.com. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the world. Okay, we're back. We're ready. We're here. We, we took a quick nap and we're refreshed and we're ready to go. Um, you know, because it's like those family gatherings. It's like, I don't know what they're like for you, but for me, I say hello to everyone. I get really exhausted and then I go find a quiet corner to take a nap. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that. <laughs> 
my family I already lots knows. Of, I know. I remember lots of family gatherings where the couches were full with snoring people. Oh, I went away from everyone too. I like go find like the the room that has a free couch where no one else is in, or I just would go. Like, luckily, a lot of the the family gatherings were at my childhood home, so I would go crawl into my bedroom and just lay in bed, take a nap. You know, it was lovely. No one would bother me either because they just assumed I was so tired that they wouldn't wake me up or anything, which was just like, <laughs> awesome. You know? so you, all right. So next question. How can you be not so contracted and make yourself small around your family? I think we already talked about that with, I think that goes back to the projections and expectations. Um, yeah. Well, there, there's one tool actually that I have given um, to some people not even about family, but it was about something else. And then they said they used it at a family gathering and it, it really made them so happy and it was so easy to use. And that was basically, um, I asked them to, to find out what, what energy of which animal would be a contribution to you when you're around your family. So just get the energy of what, what animal would actually what energy of an animal would be a contribution? Which, which animal would be that contribution to you when you're with your family? And that could be a anything. A silverback gorilla. Exactly. You know, and so ask for the energy of that animal to contribute to you and ask and pull that energy into your body and then ask, well, what would this animal do? How would this animal deal with this situation? How would this animal be? Hit them upside there? the head. <laughs> exactly. But so, you know, um, try that out, if, especially if you always feel like you are constantly going into this pattern of making yourself small the minute you get with your family. See if you can ask for that energy to be different by just really, truly just pulling that into your body and allowing that energy to be there and see how that goes, you know. And, and please remember to keep expanding out that's one of the things that we often do, especially in situations that we're very familiar with. We start to go into our old patterns. You know, we know, oh, this person is going to say that. So we automatically go into these systems instead of actually staying connected to us and our, our basically our, well, I don't even know how to say that, but you just, yeah, you contract yourself instead of expanding out in all directions. So if you really just start expanding out in all directions while you're with your family and run some clearings, um, you don't have to contract yourself. You don't have to pull yourself in like that. You can no, choose something I, different. I think they should learn how to contract themselves more. <laughs> Say more, Andrew. <laughs> well, you know, like back to what we're talking about, about resisting one of the things mm. is you you're tending to like okay so you're noticing you're being contracted and then you're 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 trying to fight the contraction and getting making yourself wrong for being so contracted and you never seem to find a way out of the contraction so instead of resisting the contraction see how much more contracted you can be maybe mm. you can make yourself so contracted and small that your family won't even notice you <laughs> or you might implode yeah or you might just disappear and fall through, fall out of this reality, like by creating a black hole because you're so contracted and small that you, you know, you rip a, fa a hole in the fabric of reality and find a new reality where your family isn't there. You know, who knows? Um, <laughs> everything that is times a gazillion. 
We destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Next question. When you perceive your family is so solid about what they think you are and who you are, uh, we're talking about projections, they like to believe that they know you better than yourself. And those points of views make you stuck. What can you do about this? Well, I think running the clearing that we already talked about can help. The other thing is um, when, when people have projections and expectations of you, they like to place them on your body. So, you know, when you're around your family and like I do this usually a lot of times daily um, is like you could go all the, so all the projections and expectations that have been put on you and your body, will you destroy it and create all of that? Right, right and wrong, good, good and bad. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, button park all nine shorts, boys and beyond. We lost you there, Susie, for a moment. Did you, were, <laughs> did you have some projections and expectations put on you lately? Um, you... Possibly. I, <laughs> I possibly have. <laughs> Perhaps. And the other thing is, you know, that, that there was, um, what, a couple of years ago, this came out in a foundation class, I believe. Um, but what Gary was talking about, well, there's projections and expectations, and, and they're actually designed to destroy you or to make you less, which goes back to this, you know, the, the previous question about being contracted too is, so how many projections and, ex like, so all the projections and expectations that were placed on you and your bo body designed to destroy, will you destroy and uncreate all of those, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because please get this, when people are doing projections and expectations, it is not a kindness. It is designed to destroy your point of view and get you to, you know, go along with what they desire for you, to be controlled and to match their point of view of what mm -hmm. you should be doing. So um, when you're around your family, try these clearings out and see. Because uh, the great thing is, if you do this enough, you'll start to unravel where you're even willing to allow this in the first place. So how many projections and expectations have you had placed on you and your body that are designed to destroy? And everything that is times a Godzilla we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Ooh, there we go. Also, you know, while we're talking about projections and expectations so much, there is a great book out there that's published that Gary that was written by Gary called Projections and Expect Projections, Expectations, Separations, Projections, and Judgments. Um, and we call those Pez Juniors for short. So if you've ever heard that before, that's that's what it is. But it's a great book. Um, read through it a couple of times, and I guarantee you it will change so much with all your family shenanigans and drama and whatever's. Yes. One other tool also that, that can be very helpful is to just try and uncreate your relationship to your family mm -hmm. members every day. So literally every day you can go through the list. Um, and I would recommend that you do it separately with each person rather than lumping them all together. Because um, that also might give you a little bit more of a, an awareness of which person you're having a beef with. <laughs> and you know, the thing is too, um, one of the things that I have come across lately for myself was holding on righteously to a point of view rather than being interesting point of view. And so I had a lot of points of views about my mother. And when I started to, well, the situation my mother is in basically, not 
really my mother, but I thought I was right about certain things in our relationship and the way that it was done. And so when I started to run the clearing of basically saying, um, what you know, energy, space, and consciousness can I be the, be the most righteous person in the universe? Um, I started running that every day, one like at infinitum always, and it started changing so much for me. And my relationship to my mother changed dramatically, and it's given me more space and freedom. And and also, I I'm actually I feel like I am kinder to her because I no longer have expectations of her. I had expectations of her too. So yeah, so everything that is times a gazillion. <laughs> right now I'm good bad pot and pock all nine shorts, <laughs> boys and beyonds. Um, yeah, but you know, that's another thing. Please realize it's like the, the, you, you like to say, oh, that you don't have any projections or expectations of your family. But if you're getting upset about something, you definitely have a projection and an expectation. Um, you know, because uh, I know a lot of the other questions we've been getting are have already, you know, kind of been addressed with the things. But now I'm moving from Facebook to Instagram where we we uh, one of them is why is my mother, my single mother, super controlling on me? Well, obviously, she has nothing better to do. You need to get her a man. <laughs> get her well, a man. Also or yeah. a woman, whatever floats her boat, you know, nowadays. But then she has someone else that she can nag and keeps her attention. Well, and also Gary and Dean talk a lot about that, especially with uh, single parents, that um, they often make you their primary relationship. And so all of a sudden you become the energy of the lover or the the person that used to be there. And that also creates a lot of havoc. I had that with my mom for many years where I always felt like she was treating me like her lover, not like her daughter. And and had these all these things projected at me of how I should be and how I should take care of her and all that stuff. So that was also an interesting thing to to really become aware of and start to undo by just choosing something else. Um, but yeah, just be aware of that too, especially if you are having, you know, a single parent, a lot of times you are their primary relationship. And like Andrew said, what if you could help out, you know, finding them a new partner? <laughs> yeah. And I think this goes back to what Susie was saying. If you start destroying and uncreating, your relationship with your mother every day that will start to break it apart and the other thing you can always look at is if you you know and you can just ask okay like am i this person's primary relationship you know so like for you if it's you know your mother is really super controlling of you and always talking to you just ask okay so am i her primary relationship and if you get that slight and it's yes so my question is to you so what part of this relationship are you creating mm -hmm. and invested in and maintaining and everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because, you know, to create any of these relationships, it takes two people. So if you don't have a point of view, then you're the one that can change the relationship. But if you have any point of view, you know, whether it's the resistance and reaction to their point of view, whether it's the projection expectation of how you can't believe your mother would ever do this or why she would ever expect it of you. Those are still points of views that end up keeping you trapped in this kind of cycle of this relationship. So 
again, what, what points of views do you have that are creating the primary relationship you are choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, God, that's intense. And I think what you said earlier to Andrew, this whole thing of either aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting. And I find that so often we do have all these reactions, especially when it comes to family, or at least me. Like that, that seems to be where you, I immediately go into that as almost like a default, like fighting, 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 whatever that is, fight, fight, fight. And so, yeah, so where are you choosing fight? over interesting point of view mm-hmm. everything that is times a gazillion will you just join on creative please right and wrong good and bad pot and pot all nine shorts boys and hands. but your mother has some very great talents in getting people to react you know she's yep. not a revolutionary she's a re- reactionary <laughs> she's very successful in getting people to react Yeah. And, you know, how wonderful that actually people fall into that trap and me included. (laughs) Well, it's fine. But, you know, the nice thing is you couldn't be more reactionary than your mother. Yeah. Oh, God, this is one of the things where Gary talks about when when he went to the grocery store with his son and his son was like throwing himself on the floor and like screaming and hollering because he wasn't giving him something or whatever. And then Gary wanted just... a, a, a box of cereal or some sugar or something. And Gary said, no. And then Gary just laid on the floor and did exactly the same thing and started screaming and, and flailing around on the floor. And the kid like was mortified. Yeah. The kid, I, I believe that the line was his son said, Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> but, his, but Gary's like, well, my son never did that. At the, never threw a temper tantrum at the grocery store ever again. <laughs> uh, so everywhere you are unwilling to outdo the, the craze of your parents, will you just try and create all that, please? <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, you know, I think that's, a, it's really a great point with all these things with family. It's like, when you're not willing to, to like, be whatever is required, that's where you end up getting yourself trapped, you know. So if you're like, oh, I could never be that dramatic, or oh, I could never be that, that manipulative, or oh, I could never be that, you know, mean, or, or that much of a bitch or whatever. Like, okay, so please realize you're an infinite being, there isn't anything you haven't been or done. And so when you say these things, would an infinite being actually choose that? I mean, maybe it would be fun to be a mega super bitch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wouldn't it be fun? And just please, you know, indulge these things. Don't like, like, look at it. You know, if you have a mother that's like super controlling, just think how much fun and how much fun you could have spending a day, like doing the same thing to your mother, you know? Like call her incessantly for a whole day and ask her what she's doing and check up on her. I guarantee you, you do that for a couple of days in a row, she will not like it. And while you guys all ponder that, it's time for a break. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Is the brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire. A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship. Relationship. Are you sure you want one? On sale now from relationship are you sure you want one.com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the world. And we're back. We're here. We're ready. We're going. We're started. We're we're something. We're <laughs> less fucked up and less we're less fucked up and less mainly interested in limiting you. But it's still there because we're family too, you know. So don't think for one second we're not going to to be interested in fucking you up because we are. 
that's how it goes. Um, so let's let's go back to find some more questions because um, I'm having so much fun. Thank you, everyone, for submitted questions because it makes it you know way easier and more fun. So um, does fucked up and mainly interested in limiting you always apply? Ha ha! Look, I was psychic. Right. <laughs> um, does it always apply? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a similar thing to 99.9999999% of all times uh, that, you know, your thoughts, feelings, and emotions do not belong to you. I would say it's a similar 99.9999999% of the time that this, this family acronym actually does apply. I mean, gosh, if you are one of the lucky ones that has a family that is absolutely supportive of you and that lets you be exactly who you are and never is interested in having anything projected onto you or have any kind of expectations of you, you are definitely a, a very rare specimen. And I will say... You're a unicorn and you don't you, actually exist. I'm you are you a very lucky person. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't... Um, you know, it's not to say that there aren't some family members that can be supportive and caring and everything, but you want to look at, okay, you know, just like most of the time you, we make these general, generalized statements, especially about family, like, oh my gosh, like they're always there and they'll always be supportive of me. Well, is that actually true? Or well, like, I know that like for my family, they'll like, there's certain things where my mother will be supportive of me because it's like matches her reality and her points of views about what I should be and what I should do. But then there's also times where she will not be supportive of me. Um, you know, she'll say nice things, but energetically, you know, you want to look at, are these people actually a contribution? Are they actually support, supported of you? Or are they just doing lip service and then actually thinking in your head like, oh my God, I can't believe they would ever do this. How could anyone be so stupid to actually want to do this? Yeah. And, and again, just the acknowledgement and being brutally honest with yourself. Cause a lot of times we, we tend to think that, Oh, family wouldn't do that. You know, family wouldn't do that or shouldn't do that. Anytime you go into those kinds of things, you basically are not allowing yourself to see what is going on. You're putting on blinders and then you actually have no idea. And I, I know this one very well, just cause it, it didn't even occur to me that that was what was going on. And, and it really took a lot of um, just being willing to drop the barriers down and, and be willing to see. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of times with your family, you try to not see what's really going on. But the thing is too, like as a kid, you were so aware of all these things too. And you were aware of the family members that were stabbing others in the back and you were aware of the family members that were constantly lying or making up things or pretending or uh, being mean behind someone else's back. You were aware of that. But then when you brought that up as a kid, you were told it wasn't true. And so you were very early on always indoctrinated with, no, 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 you, you're not correct. This is not true. We're okay. Like even if you, are, if you were perceiving your parents fighting with each other, you know, your parents would be the last to admit that. They would have said, no, no, we're okay. We're okay. No, no, no. Everything is fine. No, 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 no. So how often have you heard that and how much have you actually 
with that stopped being willing to truly know and and also stand by what you know rather than you know selling out by saying oh yeah of course my parents are right so everything that is times a gazillion will you just join on creative please right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds there we go and i, I think you know that's that's you just have to be aware of it like all this stuff when we talk about family it's not to make it wrong it's not anything like that it's like you don't have to to get rid of them or say you're just mainly interested in limiting me and i know it like no please don't say that your family probably will not like it that much you know but gary always says get rid get rid of your family if there's no money to to have in the end they're not worth it unless you're inheriting something um, which is probably, you know, true. At least you'll get paid for the, the harassment and abuse. Um, <laughs> just keep that in mind. So funny. Um, I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot. Now. Sorry. Sorry. I, I busted. I busted yeah. in. Um, uh, what was it about? I don't know. Oh, well family oh you know so please realize it's like for for a long time like when i first heard this in a starting access i was like oh you know like Susie, like oh no like they don't have projections and expectations of me like they have always been there and supported me and like done their best for me blah 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 okay so right now you know all of you have that point of view i want to ask you is that actually your point of view or are those the projections or expectations that your family has placed on you Good Everything one. that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and fuck all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because how many of the points of views you have about your family actually aren't your points of views, but their points of views that they projected and expected onto you? Mm. Everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and fuck all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> So everything you've done to be indoctrinated into the cult of family, will you destroy, will you revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Why are you laughing so much at that one, Susie? <laughs> the indoctrination of the cult of family, yay. Yay, yes, I know, it's so much fun. Um, so with that, we have like one more question, I think, because there was a few other questions, but they, they mainly were already kind of addressed with other things. Is do you uh, it's about creating? Do you want to create a family beyond this reality? Is that possible? <laughs> well, I think it's so interesting. Like um, a lot of people not, talk. I'm about I'm not sure this. if they're asking specifically if I want to create a family, <laughs> um, or. <laughs> um, <laughs> well well what i what i really want to say with that is like you know we we hear gary and dane talk about uh out creating this reality and creating your own reality and all that and to me i always was like i don't even know what that means what does that mean creating my own reality out creating or creating a family beyond this reality what does that even mean and i just want to actually ask you are you maybe already doing that and are you acknowledging where you're doing that because if you are not buying a point of view and if you're being different and if you're willing to be you in the face of family, you are already creating 
a different reality because that is not normal. So, you know, so everywhere you're not willing to acknowledge where you're already being and doing that, will you just join on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Because it's not about like creating a different um, structure. It's really about being in the question and being willing to be different. And that is so outside of this reality already. So, you know, because um, it's so funny when you say like, how, how would I do that? Well, it's not, it's not that. You, there, isn't, there isn't also like a, there isn't a, um, a destination with that. There isn't a, a construct. Oh, this is what, what a family outside of this reality looks like. Because then it's not outside of reality. Then it's another reality, which is probably also fucked up and mainly interested in limiting you. <laughs> so what if it was an ever-flowing thing that could always change and be different? And what if you were really the one that is different all the time? And that's really what being outside of this reality is or what is it for you like what does that even mean for you yeah ask a question well and that's where it's it's you know really if you stop functioning from i would say if you stop functioning from projections and expectations and alignment and agreement and resistance and reaction with your family or with anything you're actually you begin to function outside of this reality so you know use the tools we we already talked about at this you know the 45 minutes of this show prior and then you can you could start to create something beyond this reality there you go um Mm -hmm. and one last question was submitted Susie. um it says how to have more fun together (laughs) how do you have more fun together (laughs) well i think you know that's where where you can actually ask a question okay so what would it take to have more fun with my family than i can imagine and everything doesn't allow that. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, and or you could do, you know, if you know you're going to have to hang out with your family, you know, since the holidays are coming around, just start asking, okay, so what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to have more fun with your family than you can imagine with total ease? Everything doesn't allow that times a godzillion. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And run that a bunch and then see what shows up and see where, you know, you're kind of led and follow the energy with it. Because maybe that just means you you follow your body to where the alcohol is at the party and you just start drinking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it's like you, you look and see what kind of fun family gatherings can be done or something. I don't know, but you know, possibilities abound when you ask questions. So yeah, and also when you're willing to look outside of the box, you know, what have you not been willing to consider to to be have or do with your family, and what if you actually were willing to really go? Oh, okay, I'm just asking a question. I don't even have to have an answer right now, but. What if I was willing to be so different and have such a different way with them that I've never had before? And how much fun can I have? And then just be willing to see what shows up. And there might be things that show up that you didn't, you couldn't even have planned, even if you wanted to. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh. oh, oh no, I have an echo. echo. 
Sorry, my other line disconnected, so. Oh. Weird. Yeah, I know, it was weird. Um, lucky I had a backup, and then it wouldn't let me reconnect. Um, but anyways, whatever you said looked lovely, because I was watching your mouth move, but I didn't. <laughs> you couldn't hear me. Okay, cool. <laughs> How's it get any better than that? <laughs> How does it? Um, but we, we have like three minutes left, Susie, so I just wanted to... Um, like, is, is there anything coming up you'd like to invite people to or anything you would like to leave people with, you know, since you're a family expert? <laughs> family expert, yes. Oh, God, no. Um, but, yeah, I have actually this Saturday, uh, literally coming up very, very soon here on the 14th, there is a, a class or a call that I'm doing for an hour called Family the holy cow. So if you would like to have some more clearings, be live on this call and you can ask questions and we can do clearings. And then just check it out on the Access Consciousness website and find me as a facilitator, Susie Gazzi, or just go to my website, susiegazzi.com and, uh, and find it there if you're interested. And also this December, again, like this is, I think the fourth year I'm doing it, uh, tools every day. So 31 days of tools every day, introducing a tool on Zoom and you can be live on that. And it's always so much fun. And of course, it is always about family and stuff too, because it's December is a, it's a very family oriented month, it seems. So <laughs> there will always be some stuff on that. But thank you, Andrew, for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been fun to talk about this topic today. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. And like I said, thank you everyone for submitting questions. Um, next week, again, we'll have uh, a new show, whether it's live on air, you know, at, at 5 p.m. Eastern or it's pre-recorded. I don't know yet because I haven't decided. But either way, it will be new. It will be fresh. It will be not your family because we already did family. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not as stale as your family. <laughs> no, it will not be as stale as your family. It will not be rehashed and rehearsed and the, the same cyclical thing each year. No, no, no. It will be fresh. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. There we go. I think the show got to us by the end of it. So, anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Andrew. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to. Welcome to